Hi, I'm Helen Joy Butler, and this is Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality, a weekly podcast series where we talk about sanctuary, spirituality, and everything in between. As a sanctuary creator and elemental space clearer, I help people create sanctuary in their homes and lives in practical, emotional, and spiritual ways. In this podcast, we will be talking about sanctuary, spirituality, alignment, intention, and much more, all in the hope of supporting you on your own sanctuary and spiritual journey. I invite you to take time to pause, to settle in with today's episode, and if it feels right, to spend time journaling your thoughts and learnings afterwards. Because it's when you embody these learnings that you will achieve greater alignment in all aspects of your life. So without further ado, let's dive in. I'm so excited to dive straight into this episode with you today. This is where the fun starts to happen, but it's also where the rubber starts to hit the road. So today we're going to be talking about your sanctuary toolkit. And we're going to be focusing specifically on the sanctuary toolkit for your home. So if you've been diving in with the episodes on the Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality podcast, you would already know that there are three areas where we need to be creating sanctuary. One is in your home, one is in your body, and the other is in your life. So today's episode is going to be focusing on your sanctuary toolkit for your home, and then in future episodes, we'll be looking at that toolkit for your body and your life. It's really important to acknowledge at this point as well that it might be worth diving into episode four, which is called The Sanctuary Matrix, Creating Sanctuary in Your Home, because these two episodes really do go together. In episode four, I talk a lot about the other elements that sit in under creating sanctuary in your home, and those are physical, emotional, and spiritual. So I'm going to be diving in today into my home sanctuary toolkit in those three areas. So if you want to learn, want to dive in more with those concepts, please do go and check out episode four. That's the one for you, which will give you much more knowledge on the sanctuary matrix and how those three elements fit in with creating sanctuary in the home. But before we move on with today's episode, let's look at the oracle card that came out to support us on this journey. So the oracle card is from the Gaia oracle deck from Tony Salerno. And the card that came out is called The Message. It's got a picture of two beautiful trees parallel to each other. And in between the trees is a dove flying up. Its wings are spread, its tail feathers are spread. And literally just above its head is the sun poking through those trees with beautiful rays of light coming out from behind the dove and across the front of the trees. The other words underneath the message 
are positive news and positive outcome. So when I look at this card, I really think of our home as the best way to start this sanctuary journey to create that positive outcome that you want, but also to allow your home to support you to share the message you're here to share in the world. Because your home, just like you, has a soul. And so if you're in sync with your home's soul and your home is in sync with your soul and the souls of the people who you live with, then you will find it much easier to show up, to share your message, to come from a more positive outlook and to receive beautiful, positive messages, but also positive guidance to support you on your journey. So today, the first thing I suppose we need to talk about is what is a toolkit? I've been talking about a sanctuary toolkit for many years with the Sanctuary Creators Tribe. That was an online course that I used to run many years ago. And we all created our own sanctuary toolkit. Now, literally in your toolkit could be hundreds or thousands of things. Now, they don't necessarily need to be literal things. They could be daily practices that you like to do. They could be people that you like to hang out with. It could be messages that you like to connect with to help you on your journey. But yes, there can also be practical things in your toolkit that help bring about that sense of sanctuary and importantly, connect you with your spiritual truth or your spiritual message. So what I've done is I've gone through and I thought, okay, Helen, what's inside your sanctuary toolkit for the home, which would be beneficial for the listener to hear today? And so what I'm going to be sharing with you today isn't everything in my sanctuary toolkit for my home, but these are things at the moment which are lighting me up, things that are supporting me on my journey and helping me gain clarity about you know, my truth and what it is I'm here to do. Some of these will be beneficial for you as well. So if you connect with them or resonate with them, please take them. But also please be aware that I've been on this journey for a long time and I invite you to start your sanctuary journey if you haven't already, because these areas, these things I'm going to share with you today were not in my sanctuary toolkit, perhaps last year or the year before or the year before or the year before. So I give you or gift you permission to shift things in and out of your sanctuary toolkit as you see fit. You might want to have some things in there for years and years and years and then you dust them off and you think, yep, that's a great thing. I want to start to bring that out more into my life again. So don't just toss something out because you think it's not really working at the moment. But let's have a look at what I have in my sanctuary toolkit. So firstly, let's look at it on a physical or practical level. So what is it I have in my home or what is it that I've done in my home on a physical or practical level to bring about sanctuary for me, to create sanctuary in my home and to connect with its soul more. So as you know, I come from that professional organizing background. So yes, my home is organized. And yes, my home is decluttered. Please don't think that I live in a display home 
or a perfect space. I live with my family. You know, we have normal routines. We have normal ups and downs. But in general, our home is organized and decluttered to suit us, to suit our needs and the purpose of each particular item. The great thing about that is once you get your home organized and decluttered to suit you, there's just the maintenance of it, which may sound daunting, but the reality is if you put 80 or 90% of your effort into organizing and decluttering the space, then you just need those routines for that extra 10 or 20%, you know, to keep it organized and decluttered. And remember, this is a mutual relationship between you and your home. So if you want your home to work hard for you, you have to work hard for your home. The other thing that is in my physical toolkit, and it's a more of a concept, is beauty. I like to have beauty around me. So what does that mean? I like to have colors, fabrics, textures that when I look at them, when I see them, really bring me joy and connect with that concept of beauty. I like to have clothes with, again, textures, fabrics, patterns, but that also feel good on my body, that bring me that sense of beauty. So I feel that when I look around my house, there is beauty everywhere. And yes, it's taken effort to do that, but at the same time, it hasn't necessarily cost a lot of money. You can create beauty with what you have, and simply by organizing and decluttering is starting to help shift that energy. And what you will find is that through shifting that energy, you might be able to connect with what beauty means to you and start to bring more of that into your home. Allow the external energy to shift and change you internally. The other thing on a physical level that I have in my house are lots of plants. I have a lot of indoor plants. I rotate them around. I obviously care for them, but we have them in bedrooms, in bathrooms, at the entryway, in living rooms, on bookshelves, all sorts of places. I brought nature in. I love nature. I grew up in the country. I love open spaces and I would love ultimately to connect more with sanctuary through nature. So by bringing those plants in, that really helps support that sanctuary in my home on that physical level. And besides the fact that I love green, green relates to heart chakra and it lifts my heart. And I do think it actually lifts the heart and soul of my home as well. So there's some things that I've currently got in my sanctuary toolkit for my home on a physical level. So the next level is an emotional level. So what do I do in and around my home that currently lights me up in regards to my sanctuary toolkit and what I need in it to help me on an emotional level? There are two things currently that are really important to me. The first relates a little bit to what I said already around creating beautiful spaces on a physical level. Now, I have beauty in all sorts of areas of my home, but one thing that's really important for me are creating what I call vignettes. So I might have a small table with a plant and a crystal and maybe a bell, 
or I might have another side table with um, you know like a Buddha statue and a candle I might have another space where there's photographs of family and then just something else like perhaps a, a vase of flowers that sit with it so I create these vignettes on a physical level but the impact they have on me is an on, on an emotional level. So by looking around my house, by seeing these beautiful vignettes, they are lifting my soul, lifting my sanctuary levels, and also saying to my home, I love you. I love this space and I'm going to create these beautiful vignettes to help support us both on this journey. The second thing that I have in my home on an emotional level that lives in my sanctuary toolkit are people and animals I love. So I've obviously got my husband, I've got my child, and I've got our dog. So that's, oh, and me, <laughs> that's the entirety of our household. But also people I bring into my home need to support me on an emotional level. So who can I invite in? Who do I want to invite in? Who do I really not want their energy in my home very often? Because on an emotional level, it's not really doing me or my home any favors. Because this is really important to know and acknowledge and remember and implement. Everybody who comes into your home leaves an energetic imprint in the home. So if you've got people coming in who love you, who you connect with, who you resonate with, who you enjoy spending time with, then that's really a beautiful thing to have in your sanctuary toolkit because on an emotional level, that's really going to lift you up. So I invite you to have a really good think about that today um, and maybe start to shift some of the energy around the people that you have contact with in your home. So they're the two things I'm focusing on right at the moment on an emotional level. But the next level up again from there is spiritual. So what am I doing on a spiritual level? What have I got hiding in that sanctuary toolkit for my home that I can bring to the fore to help create more sanctuary? The first thing is we have an open plan kitchen, living, dining room. And so creating zones within that open plan space for a purpose. So the purpose of this space is to eat dinner or the purpose of this space is to watch television or the purpose of this space is to prepare food for dinner. But at the same time, those open spaces, whether that's in our kitchen, living, dining space, whether that's in the bedroom, whether that's in the bathroom, whether that's in the wardrobe, I really love to bring in open spaces because open spaces for me bring clarity. Open spaces for me bring a clear mind, a clear heart, and it helps prevent kind of any denseness or heaviness attaching itself to me in my home. So I feel by creating these open spaces, it also allows airflow. It allows, you know, just that openness that an open space can bring through that open space what this does is it also allows 
my husband and my son and I to have space where we can each go for our individual alone time. We are all introverts and we all need our own space to go to, whether that's to read or sleep or watch television um, or just do things that are creative in nature. So the open spaces, even though from you know practical um, or emotional level, it's also helping on a spiritual level, it's supporting each of us individually to attend to our own needs and give us that clarity that we're hopefully looking for. The other thing on a spiritual level, and you might actually think this initially links to or relates to physical toolkit ideas, but it doesn't. For me, this relates to spiritual. I only have things in my home that bring me sanctuary. Yes, right down to the last pen or tea towel or underwear, (laughs) shoes, my car, anything that lives in my home has to bring me sanctuary. And that for me really sits at that spiritual level. So if something is to come into my home, I really think carefully about it. If I'm going to make a change or shift and change to my home, whether that's in furniture or you know, painting the walls or, you know, bringing in a new rug, I really think carefully about it because I want that particular thing to bring me a spiritual connection with my home. And if it doesn't, it doesn't deserve to be in the space. So they're the things that I'm currently working on or working with in my sanctuary toolkit for my home to bring me more sanctuary. And, you know, it doesn't mean I have to show up and work really hard at this and, you know, spend three hours every day working on it. That's not the case. Think of this a little bit like your beauty case where you might have a range of lipsticks, a range of, you know, skincare products, a range of eye makeup. And you just kind of dive in and out every day to adorn yourself in a way that feels right for you. That's what my sanctuary toolkit is like, both in the home, but also for my body and for my life. I just dive in each day to do things or connect with things or, um, you know, pull out things that I really need on a daily basis. That said, what I've shared with you, some of these things can be kind of done and left. The organizing and decluttering once it's done, it's just that maintenance. So ultimately, what does having a sanctuary toolkit for your home mean for you? What it means is that you'll have an external space that supports your sanctuary and spiritual growth. So absolutely everything in that sanctuary toolkit for your home has to earn its keep. It can't be there if it's, you know, not doing something that is beneficial to you on a sanctuary level. So today I invite you just to take a little bit of time to sit with this concept of a sanctuary toolkit, maybe get out a pen and paper and just say, well, what is it that I want from my home? 
what's great, what's already working, that's already in my Sanctuary Toolkit that I really wasn't even aware of, because I guarantee there's something there. And then have a think, well, what can I add to the mix? And these might be big dreams that you want to add to the mix. And that's really cool because that's called manifestation. (laughs) And that's a whole other probably three or four episodes of the podcast. Because by connecting in with Sanctuary, you will manifest the life that you want. Thank you so much for being here with me today talking about sanctuary and spirituality. I hope that the learnings you received in this episode are helpful for you on your own journey. But as always, I'm here to support you. So if you would like, please do reach out and share your thoughts with me. And also please feel free to like, share, comment or review this episode. If you'd like to connect with me more, please go to my website, helenjoybutler.com. And I invite you also to join the Sanctuary Inner Circle. That's our beautiful group who talk about sanctuary spirituality and everything in between. But until next time, take care and much love.